Alright. This is the Get Psyched Podcast, and today we're talking about my top 10 favorite albums of all time. I've done a video like this before on a very old YouTube channel, and I just wanted to look back to see if my top 10 favorite albums would be the same or not, and I was actually really shocked to see that, yeah, I wouldn't change anything about this list. I mean, it wasn't terribly long ago that I made this video, I think it was 2018, but for two years, you'd think I'd have more albums to challenge this list, but interestingly enough, I think that I don't really listen to albums anymore like I used to. I have a pretty big CD collection and I used to just be the kind of person that when I really liked a band, I'd listen to like all their records and I knew bands, I knew records, and I really liked certain albums. But nowadays, maybe it's because of the way I DJ and do like music directing, but I tend to just listen to songs I like and I don't know quite as much about the artist anymore. I'm not really so into listening to full albums. I just think it's interesting that my like the entire way I listen has changed. Maybe I'll go back to listening to albums. I don't know. Maybe I'll find a healthy balance of both because I I think Pedals for Armor was the last full album that I've listened to. I'm just not really as into listening to full records anymore. But these are the top 10 favorites I have from back when I did listen to them. And there's, there's a good variety on this list. But yeah, these are definitely albums that I I, when I looked at this list, I, I, I think it makes plenty of sense as to why I chose these albums. So I'm just going to get into it with what my favorite were. And I will say that they're not in order. Like, I don't have, like, my top 10 favorite albums as far as which one's my favorite. Um, but I'm going to start with The Front Bottoms just because I really love that band. They are one of my favorites. I always say The Front Bottoms and Paramore are my favorite bands. But it's really hard to say, like, I have a favorite band because... I like a lot of bands, um, but these two, I guess, are some of the few bands that back when I was really into knowing about bands and listening to all their records, these are two bands that I've listened to all their records and I, I know a lot about the bands because I just really liked them. So The Front Bottoms, I ended up choosing Back on Top as my favorite album of theirs just because there's so many bangers on that album. Help is a huge one. Laugh Till I Cry is one of my favorites. Cough It Out. Laugh Till I Cry was a song that I listened to like... 20 times a day when I was a freshman. I love that song so much. 2YL is one of my favorites too. West Virginia is a classic. Like this whole record, it's pretty representative of the front bottom sound. And I don't know, I really love it. So yeah, I would say that this is still one of my top 10 favorite albums. <laughs> There's really nothing else I could say about that. I mean, I did end up getting the front bottoms logo tattooed on me shortly after I got really obsessed with the band and found out that like, I really liked all their stuff, and I was like, why not? And I did, <laughs> and I don't regret it one bit. Their newest stuff has been really good. Uh, they just dropped, uh, like, a little EP, a few singles for what I'm assuming is going to be another record coming out soon, and Everyone Blooms is just a banger, so... <laughs> I, you know, it wasn't a bad decision to get that tattoo. And like I said, Paramore is one of my other favorite bands. I do have a tattoo. That one's kind of on my leg. I don't think I'm going to go through all the trouble of showing that, but... I, once again, just kind of had to choose a record from this band. I could very easily probably use all the Paramore records to take up half this list, but I want it to be fair to other bands and other records I liked, so I just chose one. I chose Brand New Eyes. Um, I think that record is just really meaningful, especially, like, they talk about the name Brand New Eyes is all about how you're supposed to look at someone with new eyes and and it's just a really beautiful message. I love it. They have, like, a whole series thing 
online that you can find like a video series they did where they talk about the deeper meaning behind Brand New Eyes and how it kind of reconnected them as a band. And if you know a lot about Paramore's history, and if you don't, you could check out the podcast I did with Maddie on Paramore's ah on Paramore's history. But this was around the time when they had finally gotten all of the what was original Paramore, you know, back in like Riot days together. You know, uh, uh, Taylor was officially a member of the band. Jeremy was still in the band at the time. So were Zach and uh, Josh Farrow. And so like this is kind of like the, the full lineup. This is when the kind of what you think of when you think of original Paramore, when all of them were still in the band. Um, but they obviously after this record, they ended up losing the Farrow brothers in the band. So this record was kind of their their last try at, at keeping the band together in a sense like they said trying to see each other with brand new eyes trying to let go of things that had happened in the past and trying to just see someone with brand new eyes i mean it's, it's right there in the title and the album is very honest like uh, they talk about on the record how it was kind of hard to record some of these songs because they're like kind of about each other at some points and they're very very honest like ignorance is a very deep song <laughs> aggressive kind of in a way but a really good song and playing God too, like they're all ma- they're making great points. They're about you know problems you can have with people, and th- this album is just really beautiful. There's really not much more I could say, and it was hard to choose which album I'd say was my favorite, but I went with this one just because I really th- I thought the meaning was beautiful, and this was also a big transition period for the band. The sound was changing up a bit here. The only exception is on this record, which is definitely a standout track for Paramore because at the time that. Like, first of all, there's not really that many Paramore love songs, especially in the earlier discography. So, like, it was a it was a kind of a groundbreaking track for Paramore. It was very different. It was them stepping out of their comfort zone and doing something else. So I think this record is just really good for that because it's, it's such a breakthrough record for them, I think. And, yes, Paramore's lineup has changed a lot through the years, but their music has never gone down in quality. Uh, Paramore, it's self-titled. I absolutely love that record. That could very easily have made my favorite, too. I just, like I said, I just... I decided to weigh the options in my head, and I chose um, Brand New Eyes, but their self-titled is absolutely one of my favorites, too. There's so many bangers on that album. I love the, like, upbeat, sort of more poppy-ish elements, and you can really feel Taylor's influence on this one. It is a bomb record. I don't even know what else I could say. <laughs> and After Laughter was absolutely fantastic. I still I bought that record so hard. I mean, Paramore sound develops but all of these elements have always been in their music in some way you know there's always been the pop even with the rock and uh, sometimes you, you get kind of like that indie feel but it, it it's just in different records they let different members shine and that really pops through in the later discography i definitely think that um the self-titled really feels like taylor got a lot of influence on that obviously they all contribute but i think in this um record of after laughter you really get a lot of i'm trying to make sure i say the right pharaoh brother zach pharaoh's influence uh definitely after he did his solo project you could feel that solo project coming back into this one but back to the top 10 albums that we're talking about beartooth was the first metal type band that i ever listened to this was like the first kind of metal record i ever listened to in its entirety and i I really, really loved it. Disgusting. It was the first, it was the debut record under the name Beartooth. That album, (laughs) it's just really good. I mean, there's nothing more I could say. There's a lot of real deep talk in it. He talks about addiction. He talks about abuse. It's 
a really deep album. I love the song Ignorance is Bliss. It reminds me a lot of Ignorance by Paramore just because a uh, similar theme, obviously. They're both talking about ignorance and it's very aggressive and beautiful. I don't know. I really love this record. It's my favorite of the bands for sure. Um, I like Aggressive and some of the songs off of that, but I never listened to Disease. That came out just last year. I haven't listened to it just yet. Like I said, I really have been slacking on listening to records over the last two years, but I mean, this album was an absolute banger. It's the first metal album I ever fully listened to. It's amazing. I'd recommend it to anyone who's into metal. Uh, Caleb, the lead singer of this band, he was a member of Attack Attack, uh, which is an older, like, I don't know exactly how I would genre define that band. I didn't listen to enough Attack Attack to know what their sound was like over time. But from the Attack Attack that I have listened to, it's... Beartooth is different, definitely very different from Attack Attack. Um, Caleb wasn't always doing vocals in Attack Attack, but he did do them at some point, and he is also, like, really, really, really talented. He did all of the instrumentation and the singing and the writing and the producing and stuff for that first Beartooth record. I'm not sure if he still is, like, the main one doing everything for Beartooth, but I know that on that first record, he basically put the whole thing together. He did have, like, a touring band that ended up touring with him, but, like, as far as writing the record went, that was, like, his sole project, which I think is really neat, and it made me admire the record even more. Now, on to the next record, (laughs) Bad Sons. This was one of the first indie records I ever listened to. It's very indie pop, uh, but that was my introduction to indie, and I thought it was really neat. It's such a good album. It's called Language in Perspective, and it's like, (laughs) I was really into like, you know, I don't know, mind stuff back then, thinking about, oh, life is trippy, existentialism, I don't know. (laughs) So Language in Perspective was a good album, because there's a lot of, I think, themes of, like, existentialism and and just questioning life in this record, especially in the opening track, Matthew James. He's very open about certain lyrics, just straight up calling out life, like, I just, what is the meaning, what is the point, why would someone have life like this? It's kind of aggressive in that sense, (laughs) which I really like. Um... But then there's also just tracks that feel a lot more fun and less uh, existentially demanding. There's like Take My Love and Run. That one's just fun, exciting. I don't know. But yeah, this this record has a lot of variety in it as far as sound goes. Cardiac Arrest, the lead single off of it, is just very poppy and fun and like lovey-dovey song. But there's Pretend is a much slower track. Sleep Paralysis is really eerie. I really still go back to this album a lot it's fantastic i mean obviously it's on my top 10 list but it's fantastic it's got a lot of variety and i i really like the band disappear here um i didn't (laughs) i listened to most of this record like i said i'm just terrible at listening to records these days this one came out in 2016 i know a good few songs off of this record but i don't know it in its entirety but from the, st- the tracks I do know, it is a really good record still. It doesn't seem to have the same kind of existentialism theme that Language and Perspective had, which, I mean, that was the theme of that album, so obviously they're not the same. But it's a really good record. I really like Disappear Here, Heartbreaker, Violet, and Outskirts of Paradise. Those are, I think, my top four favorite off the top of my head. Daft Pretty Boys is really good, too. I think that's, like, one of the biggest singles off of this one. But, Yeah great album bad sons (laughs) next up is breathe carolina so something i really like about this list of albums is that there's a lot of variety in it um i think as far as my taste in music goes sometimes i feel like i listen to the same stuff all the time but all these bands and albums sound really really different and breathe carolina definitely fits that breathe carolina's hello fascination released in 2009 
This <laughs> is one of my favorite like party type sounding albums. It's electronic sound. Like that's what their main sound is like electronic. There's some rock elements in there. You know, they have heavy guitars at parts. There's some screams in there. Um, but there's also just a huge electronic influence. And it's really upbeat and fun. I mean, you could dance to any of these tracks. You could sing along to any of them. It is it's just a very high energy album. I, I work out to it a lot. Like this is a really good album. It's very different from a lot of the other ones on my list because of that. Like it's electronic high energy. That's not really the kind of music I usually listen to, but for some reason I was really drawn to this one. And it's probably because of like the rock elements and the screaming and the guitars that show up in this record. Um, there's also some elements you'd really not, yeah, you might not really expect from a band like this when you just start listening to them. I think it's, um, trying to remember which track it is. I think it's I Have to Go and Return Some Videotapes. I don't know. Maybe it's I'm a type of person to take this personally. I, don't, I know there's a track in this album that has like violins in it and stuff and it's just really beautiful. Like he's literally saying in the lyrics like the violins playing the song and then the violins come in and it's this record is one that you should listen to like start to finish. It is mind-blowingly good. I go back to this one all the time. Like this I don't have any of these albums in a particular order but if I had to say like this definitely is close to the top of one of my favorite albums because it is just explosive it is an amazing album i don't really listen to that much breathe carolina otherwise which i probably should because i really like that album and i'm sure the other ones are great but i do like their tracks like blackout and hit and run those are some that i've listened to off of uh the record that came after this one but yeah that I just love that album a lot so <laughs> that's one of the few like albums that i love wholeheartedly but don't know as much about the band because uh, a lot of these other records like i feel like i've i've really gotten into the artists in the band after really loving the record because i did more research but for some reason i never really did that with breathe carolina so i don't really have a lot of information to give on the band um all right and another one that i really loved but still i'm not like and i'm not like i don't know much about the band is from indian links ah from indian lakes this was also one of the first indie type records i ever listened to i think i listened to this after bad sons though i, I don't remember exactly but this one came out in 2014 it's called absent sounds this is definitely very different from the other ones on the list too because it's the softest and lightest album on the list all of the songs are pretty mellow i mean there are some that are slightly more upbeat but given the album's nature being an upbeat track on this album still doesn't make it an upbeat song in general it's it's really mellow and calming breathe desperately is like the uh, lead track the the hook the one that's very album or radio friendly it's a great song it's relaxing but the other ones i think really really shine over it my favorite track one that i go back to the most often off of this record is awful things that track alone makes this record really fantastic uh, it's really sad <laughs> and, and dark sounding the uh, video i've only watched it a few times because this song really like i don't know it just makes me really emotional so i watched the video only like once or twice because it was just like blowing my whole mind but it, there's a story in the song there's a story in the record and just you you can feel his energy i think it's really eerie and and daunting when you listen to the album and you hear him like crying in the last few words like you can you feel the tears that he's holding back as he's singing and it just makes it hit so differently it's this is definitely one of my favorite records but the whole thing sounds really good and like i said this was one of the first indie records that i ever listened to so i think that's why it probably holds such a, a big place on my list and in my heart because i really really love indie now so this was kind of 
my first introduction to this style and this sound. But like I said, I really don't know much about the band it's themselves. I do listen to some other tracks from some of their later records. Um, I really like The Monster from the record that came after that in 2016, but not as much as I should. <laughs> and this next one I'm pretty excited to talk about because this is an artist that I've managed to keep up with and an album I'm very excited to listen to soon. Declan McKenna. What do you think about the car? I'm pretty sure that was his debut record. I'm pretty sure about that. Um, this was an amazing record. I remember hearing Brazil and getting really into that song. It's like the lead single off of it. It's its most popular and widely listened to song. And I just decided to listen to the rest of the record because this was back in 2017 when I was still sort of listening to records, only if like I was absolutely blown away by something. And so I listened to this whole record and I still like I can spin this like this is similar to Breathe Carolina's record. This is one that I could say is closer to the top, even though it's hard for me to say where this entire album. There's so many themes, so many sounds. There's some tracks that are very danceable, some tracks that are very sing-along, and then there's some that just hit really deep, some that are slower, some that are just like sitting in bed at 3 a.m. crying. It's just so much variety on this record, and he talks about so many different themes. And I really love Declan's voice. His style is unique. It's really hard to explain. I wouldn't exactly call this an indie record, though in some ways I would say it has that kind of influence. I wouldn't say it's really a pop record either. I have a hard time trying to pin down his sound because I, I just think it's uniquely Declan. And I absolutely love it. He also is very not shy about talking about political type topics. I hate that word political, but it's kind of what he goes for. He, he's willing to speak about world issues and speak out and give his opinion. There's one song in here where he just like straight up talks about like, oh, uh, someone made this law over their lunchtime snack. Like he's basically just mocking the rich and <laughs> he does that a lot in some of his songs and, and just kind of like puts his opinion out there and he, he makes it known what he's singing about and he's not shy about talking about these things that matter to him and I think that's what makes this record so powerful is that there's the, the, the songs don't just sound really good there's some deep good meaning you can get out of this record and like I said I'm very very excited for a record he's going to be releasing this year Zeros uh, I've been anticipating this record for so long because What Do You Think About The Car is one of my favorite records and I really like Declan's stuff and he just seems like a really cool artist. Like I don't know a whole lot about Declan but I, from what I've seen he just seems like a really cool guy and his stuff is amazing. The Key to Life on Earth and Beautiful Faces are, were two of the first singles released from Zeros. I absolutely love those tracks and I just, I just can't wait for this album to finally get released because it was meant to be released a couple months ago but given the current status of the world the release date was pushed back and so i'm still awaiting this album but it's beautiful you should check out declan <laughs> all right and this next one this is probably one of the most recent albums that's on this list i think it is the most recent album on this list the Gridlock by Cecil Frenna. This album came out in 2018. So there was a point in college when I was listening to albums, but it wasn't like me and my personal time listening to albums 
My first introduction to working with WKNC was reviewing CDs. I remember when I heard about WKNC, I was really excited to try and get involved. But at this point, like the DJ training class had already started for that semester. And I didn't know, like, you know, like the hiring process had already started, like all jobs were taken and they weren't doing DJs at the moment because that class had already, uh, had already started. So I just went in there and asked, is there anything I can do to participate in the station? I just want to be a, like, I just want to help if I can, because I was really excited about it like it seemed like the coolest thing on earth and it is <laughs> and uh jamie was very nice and said that i could review cds and so they brought me to the back and and i talked to a few people and uh yeah i was told that like i could just grab a cd listen to it write a review for it bring it back to the station and i did that i did that a lot until i got my chance to take the dj training class and the rest is history but basically this was the first album they handed me that's why i'm telling this story <laughs> the gridlock by cecil freno and i remember uh i got this one and a record by fleet which was still a really good record i really like that one too but i went home i listened to this one it was just so good i don't it's I, I there's nothing more i could say about that no there is this album is amazing it has a lot of different styles on it um cecil frena has like a rock kind of vocal going sort of a nice harshness to his voice and there are moments where he kind of softens it and makes it into like a slower kind of creeping song like nerves grow rust where it's just a bit more mellow and then there's songs like uh, unknown yourself that are just heavier and and more guitar driven and more more vocally i don't know presenting this whole album is, is quite amazing he also like declan does bring up like political type topics and not shying away from his opinion i think one of my absolute favorite songs on this record is my good grades it tells a story about a kid who's like hey i had good grades i did what i was told i i i followed exactly what the system told me i did my work i had good grades and guess what I, there's still the really rich people out there and here i am robbing you <laughs> it's a story of a robbery and it's so like it's just i love the song it's really original and creative i think this whole album is like that it's he says his he makes his points, but it's just creative sounding. Like, it's it's not like anything I've ever heard before. I think this album is just mind-blowing and amazing and deserves way more listens than it has. It's, <laughs> it's so good. And I did end up listening to his newest record released last year, Pit Boss. I love that record, too. Uh, Baby, You Got This is one that has made it on so many of my playlists. Are You a Cop is a good song. Uh, Cecil Frenna is not afraid to say what Cecil Frenna has to say. And... <laughs> just love it like this is this is a great album i go back to it quite often it's one i could listen through no problem i don't think there's a single song on this record that i don't have a fond love for uh, so yeah <laughs> now we're getting into the last two records on this list and i'm pretty excited because they are they are older records um not super old but like i'd say like my middle school or earlier years my Chemical Romance had to make the list. <laughs> I mean, My Chemical Romance was like my top band in my emo phase, uh, like most people. I mean, you can guess what the record is, I'm sure. The Black Parade, this album's a whole classic. I don't collect um, vinyls anymore. I tried that for a little while, I didn't like it, but this was the only vinyl that I went out and bought, like brand new. Well, no, no, actually, this and Cecil Frenna, I got, the gridlock in vinyl as well and i had the black parade in vinyl but anyways i just had to because this record is 
mind-blowingly amazing. I love this. I can still go back to it all the time. Listen start to finish. Like, it's... I don't even really have to explain because this is one of the most popular, like, emo albums of this time. This is just one of the most popular albums in this genre. Everyone knows of the Black Parade. If you don't listen to it or like this kind of music, you still know about My Chemical Romance. You still know about my, like, the Black Parade. Most people won't realize that they know some of these songs, but they do. (laughs) This is just a really popular album, a really popular band, and that's for a reason. It's friggin', it's amazing. I love this record a lot. There really isn't much more I could say about it, because like I said, it's a very popular album. It has good reason to be popular. It's fierce. It's strong. Gerard's vocals are just crazy good. The guitars and the instruments, everything is just on point. There's danceable tracks. There's there's lower tracks like I don't love you makes me want to (laughs) cry so much so I mean that's I had to make the list like my chemical romance it is one of the best records in my opinion (laughs) and on top of that during my emo phase I couldn't leave out one of my absolute favorite bands a band that I would say is probably number three and the reason i don't put this band in the same place that i put paramore and front bottoms is just because paramore and the front bottoms even with their newest releases i feel as if these bands still resonate with me and i can still listen to their stuff and find a lot of enjoyment in it and i mean no offense to this artist i've talked about this artist before on this uh, podcast but I'm just not really a huge fan of Panic's new stuff. I don't think it's bad by any means, but I just don't resonate with it the same way I used to. So I don't really put this band in that portion just because I feel like the newer stuff really doesn't, it's not my stuff. Um, I do love quite a few of the tracks off of the newer stuff, but I wouldn't say I love them the same way I love the past records, but the past records are some of my absolute favorite music ever, which is why I had to put A Fever You Can't Sweat Out as one of my top 10 favorite albums of all time, which was really, really, really hard to choose because of Vices and Virtues is an amazing album that deserves to be right next to it. But A Fever You Can't Sweat Out, their debut record, it's just one of the most unique sounding records I've ever heard. London, Beckin songs, The Only Difference, Nails for Breakfast, Tack for Snacks. Like, uh, like lying is the most fun you can have with a girl without taking her clothes off. Uh, I, all of these songs are just mind-blowingly good. And I think it's funny that they had those long titles back then. Like, they were definitely, they were so influenced by Fall Out Boy. And I know a lot about Panic, <laughs> not everything, but like, you know, their story where they had you know they've lost members too kind of like paramore uh but they ended up being like they were found by pete wentz of fallout boy so they are very influenced by fallout boy having literally come up out of the ground because of pete wentz from fallout boy and so you know they worked alongside together for a very long time they went on a lot of tours together but this 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 album's just I don't know there's not much more i could say about it <laughs> i keep saying that but it's true and uh <laughs> i mean i can say that let me see time to dance that is one of my favorite songs off this record because that song is based off of chuck palinuik's novel invisible monsters and i'm pretty sure i've talked about that on the podcast as well at some point because chuck palinuik is one of my favorite authors now and it's thanks to panic at the disco that i even know that author exists because i found panic first found out about this song found out it was based on this book read the book and became a huge palinuik fan i would have never known about this author not that i would have never but i probably would have taken me much longer to have found this author if it weren't for the fact that I started reading Invisible Monsters because I wanted to understand this song better. And so yeah, it's 
it's just a really great record and it's a great way to end the top 10 list because I mean, like I said, this record is amazing. All of Panic's records are amazing. I mean, Vices and Virtues isn't the only one I had a hard time knocking down to put this one on. Pretty Odd is, I mean, Panic, <laughs> okay, this is like, I'm gonna do a whole episode on Panic at some point. I've already planned that. I just need to find someone who's like super obsessed with them too so we can get that rolling together. But um, Panic was really good at changing their sound every record, but somehow still always sounding like Panic but somehow like still making it mind-blowingly amazing every record um and i still think that's true i still think panic makes really good records and i like their stuff it's just not it doesn't resonate with me the same way it used to but i still think that brendan yuri and whoever is still a i don't really know that much about panic now but whoever's still a member of the band they're doing a great job but these earlier records they're just i don't know they resonated with me a lot these are records that i have all of panic of the disco's old albums in cds and i could I could pop in any of them and listen to them fully through. There's there's no doubt about that. Uh, Vices and Virtues, like I said, is a really good one. Too Weird to Live, Too Rare to Die, I think is the last record that I um, really, really feel like I could I could vibe with that whole record. It wasn't my absolute favorite of Panics, but it's it's a really good record. I do like Death of a Bachelor. I have listened to every song on this album. I, I enjoy it, like I said, just not in the exact same way. That's a good one. And Pray for the Wicked is the... This is the point where I haven't listened to this whole record, but that is also the point in music in general when I don't listen to a lot of records, so that's not personal towards the band. I just don't listen to records like that anymore. Um, but yeah, like... So Panic <laughs> is definitely up there, one of my favorite bands, and that's something that, like, I, I've never... I've always said, like, Paramore is my favorite band, but then I got really into Front Bottoms, and then those two are my favorite bands. I've never really claimed Panic to be one of my favorite bands, but the more I look back, and as the years go on, the more I look at their discography, it becomes very evident to me that there are a lot of bands that I really love their albums. I love Fall Out Boy's albums a lot. I love My Chemical Romance's albums a lot. But Follow, uh, but Panic at the Disco is one of those bands that just stands out to me a lot. And... I think they're definitely one of my favorites. Like, their records aren't just good, they're outstanding. So, <laughs> that's it. That was my top 10 albums list. I I don't really know when this will change. I mean, it's been two years, and I think that these are all still great choices, and I can't imagine knocking one of these albums off the list. I mean, I sort of can. I'm not gonna lie. There's a couple here that I just haven't listened to in, in a really long time, and I think if I found the right album, I might have to knock it off the top 10 tier, but so far, I just, like I said, I don't really listen to records like that, although I will say Haley Williams' Pedals for Armor, you have to listen to an album for a very long time, I do, to put an album on my top 10 list, I have to have been rotating it for a very long time, I love that album, and I think it's going to make this list for sure. I do think at some point it's going to knock something down. I love Puddles for Armor a lot, but like I said, it's gotta it's gotta withstand the test of time so I can feel secure about throwing it in here because I don't want to be too fast to throw something in my top ten of all time. But I'm pretty sure it's gonna make it in. Uh, so yeah, um, thanks for listening. If you've listened to all of this rambling, uh, what are your top ten favorite albums? Let me know. I will link my stuff below so you can reach out if you want to i would love to know what are your top 10 favorite albums is there a lot of variety in them do they change often or are you like me and like your top 10 have kind of have been set for a really long time because i think i mean i'd say about literally like only two three of these three of these 
made it onto the list in college, but the other seven were all from high school years. So I don't know, maybe the list will change more after college and when I can reflect. But like I said, I didn't really listen to a lot of albums in college anyway, so I don't, I don't know. But do you listen to records in their entirety or are you just kind of like a song person? Do you like to get into artists? I don't know. Just, just, just let me know. Be a part of the conversation. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Until next time, let's stay psyched about music.